0: Alrighty. okay so it's been um this has been about um two weeks actually two weeks tomorrow since the last stream so my my last um draconian discourse uh that that was uh two weeks ago at this point um had a lot going on quite a lot going on um but I wanted to to have just a quick one sh- shoot a quick one out here um because I had a couple of th- thoughts that I wanted to discuss um Probably would, won't take up too much time with these. Um, as I'm getting set up, though, um, one thing I was going to say was... Um, I... What I was going to briefly say was... Um, I've been struggling with this laptop for about as long as I've had it. And the entire reason why I'm struggling with it is because Dell... Is Dell refuses to actually have, like, a good product, um, what's the word, essentially they want to make it as difficult as possible to continue using the hardware that you bought from them, that you own, that they sold you, um, and they they just want to make it as difficult as possible for you to um, to use it manageably, so they want it so difficult that it's just like oh well better just buy a new one then um so for the people who either don't want to or cannot buy a brand new laptop from them or you know whatever um they they just sideline you so it's kind of great it's caused a billion problems um like how, how do i even start like where do I even begin? I believe I had battery issues at first. I had um. Speaking of which, I can hear it. The fans in it kicking up. I've had um. I replaced the battery only recently, and then I had how? What else did I have? Goodness sake! That might actually be you might actually be able to hear that on stream. Um. But the like it's like the default like speed step and everything the cpu only wants to go to like 2.5 gigahertz and it has like 3.2 gigahertz that it can go to but it's like nope you don't get that and then it has like on the hardware level um a limitation so that if you are using all four cores you can only go a maximum of like 3.1 i believe it's 3.1 gigahertz um so it's like, even if you're, even if you're trying to max it out, even if you, you went in and like, I had to, at the CPU level, disable things and enable things. Like I had to actually whip out like epic hacker man skills in order to just tell the CPU to use, um, to allow me to undervolt it. So I, I went in and undervolted it. So that was cool. That was nice. But then no matter what i just can't make it so all four cores go at maximum um so they paired that soldered onto the motherboard with a 1080 uh, sorry a 10 nvidia 1060 max q 6 gigabyte um which is like a perfectly fine processor right but they soldered it onto a motherboard like it, it's it's the same board with a um with a cpu that can't really take it so you're just sitting there with this um and and then they they kneecap that cpu so that it only runs at 2.5 gigahertz and it's like why would you even put a 1060 in this machine if you couldn't put like an i7 to go with it and apparently they have i7 models but like it's just ridiculous it is actually insane and what i'm currently dealing with is a nvidia driver issue that apparently causes like whatever the latest drivers are to um run in this in the kernel you know in the system where it's just got like i don't even know whatever it is like nvidia um something just chilling there like being worthless and taking up like it's it's like I I could see I I went in and like dug in and I was like it's fifteen percent on the CPU, um, only fifteen percent, like like it, that it's just always going to be chilling at fifteen percent, and it's like, why I I uninstalled and like disabled, uh, the GPU f- for a bit, um, and then it was fine. But if you install whatever drivers, then they're just it's just not going to work. So it's like, man like if 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 it's like it's just intended to kill my battery life it's like designed and and i think that's like a different issue entirely right like i don't think dell has control over whatever bugs and i'm pretty sure it's a bug with the the invidious um driver but it's it's still quite ridiculous and i'm sick of it um because like, I just want to be able to edit on the go, and that's, like, pretty much it. But they have so many hurdles with this stupid laptop just to be able to do that. And, oh, man, I've I've had quite the day with troubleshooting with that thing. And I, I swear, like, it's been the most, like, black hole of a time sink of any troubleshooting issue that I've had with, like, any individual computer system I've ever worked with. It's It's insane. But anyhow... Um, I wanted to look at, let's see if this is set up properly. It is not, I've got to put that there we are and then do this. And then we've got, this should be playing. Yeah. should be playing through the desktop audio. Um, I'm going to bring it up just a little bit and hopefully that should be good. Um, so yeah. Um, so to start off, um, this. Is an is a, is a very interesting topic it's a very fascinating topic um to be sure I do enjoy um of, of course i I enjoy discussions of of these types of topics um but this this was brought to my attention because um I've seen a couple of um of the, this his name's Jim um this fellow's TikToks, and it's basically just like, you know, funny, funny TikToks about, you know, sort of Native American culture and kind of ragging on that. Um, ragging on, like I don't, I don't know. It's it's just talking about it, uh, riffing on it. I think that's what I was uh, ragging on is to like, like give someone grief. But this is um this is like a, you know, he just likes showing, uh, some of the aspects of his culture off and whatnot. So, um, what I found interesting about this wasn't so much, um, <sighs> okay. So, so the, the topic is on, um, on skinwalkers which is something that i've i've seen it in comments before where people get super superstitious about this and I'm, and I'm not necessarily judging them for being superstitious i can get superstitious about all sorts of things i've just never been convinced on this one um because it's just it's just the idea it's a cryptid uh by definition and you know I think I may have seen people arguing about it where it's just like, it's not a cryptid. It's like, yeah, it, by definition, it's a cryptid. Like, do you know what the definition of cryptid is? Like, it, you know, it's, it was just sort of bothersome to see lots of people getting kind of heated about this. Um, and, and this is the thing you got to know about me. This is why the, the show exists here is, um is because I have a, a bit of an autistic fixation with pedantry with uh you know being pedantic with just having good arguments good argumentation and so i i think with um when i see people making imperfect arguments that are wildly just a lot of a lot of the time it's just ridiculous it just it just gets at me um so it's like i I always have these thoughts like spin around my mind and and I think it's just sort of better for, for me like if I have some sort of an outlet to be able to put them in so I, I this i don't know how long all episodes are gonna be there's probably gonna be some wild difference in in episode length but um yeah, I'm kinda happy to to figure this out also um Apple podcasts connect is a bitch and it is just not doing at all what I have um been trying to get it to do which has really really bothered me as well um isn't it great like having technology that just is designed in such an abhorrent way with bugs that have existed for forever and they just don't want to fix and the only way that you can fix it is by going and like calling up the podcast connect people themselves getting on like some sort of an ai chat and spending hours out of my day when they could just lend a code and like fix this stupid um uh service and anyhow that's not here what what i was here to rant about but yeah that's the way it be um with with everything um yeah it's just the way that um that uh the technology tends to be uh it's, thing, things are complicated i guess if, if, if i could just put it in a single sentence but um anyhow with superstitions um like I I do believe in a certain amount of spirituality, a fair amount of spiritual spirituality. I do believe in some things that cannot be explicitly seen or proven. Um the, the way that I sort of rationalize that is that um there so, sort of the, the bottom line principle, bottom line rule is you can say speak in a in a completely scientific way about you know, you got this, um, what's the word I'm looking for, like, you've got a ton of things that sort of, that you can explain scientifically, plenty of things that we can document and, and explain scientifically at at great detail, um, but eventually there are some things that you cannot explain that really do require some sort of a, um, you know i i guess you could call it just an an educated guess um but like you end up with a something that can't be explained where it's like well i i can't exactly explain what that is so so the underlying you know idea is that there's not exactly a a a scientific explanation for it where i can tell you exactly what's going on on a molecular level or on a psychological level when certain um supernatural things you know happen um and are documented to happen um but it's like i I know that there's something fishy going on with that where it's where it's like i'm not i i want to take everything with a grain of salt i want to make it all with um you know only if you can prove it to me will i then truly believe in what i've i've been presented with but at a certain point um and and this is sort of the point that i'm going to get on to is that um it becomes religious with many people um and that's where it starts to bother me where where it's rather than being as rational about the topic as we can, and you can have some immensely rational and, uh, and objective discussions on the topic of spiritualism and on the topic of, um, uh, super superstitious superstition. Um, there is superstition. Uh, but it's like what people will effectively do when it comes to some superstitions that aren't really like, associated with a specific like sect of like denominational religion um it suddenly becomes okay to force those superstitions on somebody else to force those religious unverified uh subjective beliefs on somebody else and and in the same way as if you have a any belief you should be able to rationally prove that belief and if all that i get from you is like hearsay or hearsay about it it's really hard to take it at face value it's like well you know i've got to consider what could actually be true about this um so i i've just i've got to interface with with an actual tangible thing that i can can you know we, we we have no explanation for why exactly, and and I, and I suppose I could go into what I think my most rational explanation for, um, you know, ghosts or whatever it may be. Uh, I I think there there are all sorts of things like that where um, you can't exactly explain. It's like it's like there's nothing physically there. There's no you know chemical or atom- uh, atomic like. There's nothing corporeal there that makes a ghost be a ghost. But there's still some very strange things going on. Um, Could it be possible that a sort of social contagion um, and and that belief sort of feeds into it? I I do think that 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 plays a hand in it. Um, Could it be possible that it's like a... What's the word? Um... I just a delusion of some sort, or people making things up. People make things up all the time. Things get staged, and and you know that's that's totally something to be aware of when it, someone is bearing false witness in that way. But um, I I think it's important to to keep in mind that there are some things where it's like, well, what if the things that we can't explain? What if a soul had a a scientific uh, basis? somewhere where it's it's not just psychology it's not just random chance it's not just chemicals you know dancing in your brain to make you feel and think a certain way what if the person who you are is contingent on more than the body what if there was something that was actually there and what if that something sometimes when we depart this life we leave behind um I think that, you know, perhaps under an immense amount of strife, if, if you consider the, the universe to be a sort of, as a sort of canvas, a, a physical space to move around, if you consider it as a a simulation, you could say that, you know, the things that you do when you're moving around physically in life, your soul is going through the motions and whatnot, and it's sort of like you teach the... um the simulation in a sense to get used to your um your movements there and then once you're gone it kind of forgets that you're gone so it'll just randomly like preload certain things so you know if you always used to seeing on the way to work if you always uh ate lunch at a certain time or whatever it is it's like there have been many a documented case of hey it's this time that was the time that that person killed themselves it's this time uh that was the time when they always used to do this thing and so i can hear them whistling or whatever it is it's like there's sort of another realm um residing with some uh sort of a cross um cross section within our own where there's things that we can't physically prove that are there, except for perhaps temperature changes and audible sounds and and, dis- and you know physical disturbances. But there's definitely something kooky going on when when something like that happens. And when you get enough of it happening throughout the entire entirety of human history, um, does it stand to reason that perhaps there is something to that? And I, and I think that that's probably the most logical argument that you can have for it. It's not that ghosts are inextricably real, but that there is a scientific basis. We just don't understand it. You know, as, as they say, um, to a, what's the word? Um, if you go back in time and show a caveman technology, he's going to think it's magic. Uh, if you go, you know, if you show mankind magic, you, you know, the modern man, if you show the modern man magic, he thinks it's technology. So, it sort of shows how cynical, you know, scientific. Um, I, I suppose skeptical uh, is, is a better word than cynical, but like it, it goes to show, really, that, that the skeptical nature of science is sort of has has its limits in a way where it's like, well, if it was truly magic, where it's breaking the laws of science, um, and and the way that I see it, you know. As what what was it in Thor? Most people I I feel like don't really remember the first Thor movie or any of them before Ragnarok because they were like kind of uneventful. I like the first Thor one. Think it had its issues, but it was it was a fun one. It was memorable. I shouldn't say nobody remembers that. It's pretty memorable. Um but he says, you know, here you have technology and, and science and here we've got Mad And you used to talk about magic or whatever, but where I come from, they're one and the same, like that type of a thing where it's like, just because we can't understand it doesn't mean that it's just magic. Where it's like, well, the rules of what I understand to how things to work are broken. It's like, well, you know, you put me back in time um, into the, the, the times of the Bible and and I, I tell them, well, you know, God told you that you shouldn't eat You know, gave you the law of Moses, gave you all these laws about what you should eat and what you shouldn't eat and um, all of that. He gave you those because, you know, you weren't, you, you weren't ready to, like, it's like, it's because you don't process the food properly. You can eat pig, you can eat uh, you know, you can break all of the rules where it's like, well, yeah, it has to split the foot in this way, but if it's, if it has a tail that looks like this, or if it comes from the air and has a uh, talon with this, like all of the d- uh details that they put in, into that part of the Bible where it ex- explicitly, I, is that the law of Moses? Well, I, I believe it's part of the law of Moses. Law of Moses is like, you know, eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth, um, plus, you know, either way, um, it's like, you know, if you put me back in that time and say, well, yeah, God told you that because you don't know how to do it, like, right. You haven't developed, you haven't scientifically understood. Like, th- that was back in the day, I mean, it, and actually it, it continued for thousands of years after that, where there were people who were... um and, and and there are people today, people who will will put a potato in the corner of the room and let it rot because they think it's absorbing the spirits from the, the evil spirits from the room and detoxifying the house. Um, you know that there were people who thought that if if you put a meat like a, a slab of meat, then it's like the maggots that were growing on it were like something about salt. Like I don't even people thought crazy things um, to to today's modern understanding of science. Um, so perhaps one day science will be able to delve into um souls in a way that uh, i don't wanna have any spoiler alert, spoiler alerts but you know souls are are very very much a scientific thing in in my belief i just uh, am not at liberty to prove that but um either way um I I think that's a pretty good introduction, a pretty good setup for everything that I I kind of want to talk about today. Um, I can say that I have a belief. Uh, I I think that's a good example. I can say that I have a belief that the soul behaves in a scientific way, is a scientific corporeal thing. That it's just we can't intercept, engage with corporeally. We have to do it uh, indirectly, but it still has a very tangible effect on this realm um i can say that and and talk about whatever other beliefs i have to kingdom come but in order for me to tell you to um to do anything to uh, about that then you need to also believe in that i i need to convince you about it um before we can actually talk about okay, now that we agree that this is a thing, what what how does that change the way we live our lives? What does that make us do? Um, what greater understanding does that give us so that we have, you know, the ability to do something, or, or, or greater knowledge, whatever it may be? Um, and it's it's funny the the way that I see it. It's you know whatever the belief is. If you can't back up and and you know prove the way to prove what you believe uh, why you believe what you believe you really have no b- business believing it and you especially have no good right to be able to tell other people to operate off of your faith um, what you have to do is help build their faith in your in, in whatever your faith may be and then you have to eventually get them to the point where they have the understanding or at least an adequate understanding that you have an equivalent understanding, some may say. So, in the same way that... And, and th- this is what frustrates me about this, is that there is a big old... Um, what's the word? Uh, double... Big old double standard when it comes to... um. When it comes to which religious thinking we are allowed to you know tolerate because if you believe everything you see on the news on the mainstream media then it's okay for you to tell other people you know to operate off of your faith when it in the mainstream media to operate off of your faith and i don't know whatever the uh political policy they're telling you you should believe in is whatever it's like there is no respect for anybody el- else's um you know, ability to think differently, because it's, it's religious thinking, it's faith-based, um, they see it a certain way, so they think, how could you be so stupid as to think a different way, um, and, and they actually attribute both, you know, both stupidity and evil, they believe that you will, that you are evil for not thinking the way that they think, so it's, it's, you know, really when you see, um, I don't know how to describe it perhaps i would i would attribute it to liberalism or wokeism or whatever the the current term is that people like to to toss around it's i don't know what historians will truly be like the the real um deciders of that i suppose but you know you take that that sort of like the the cult of um identity politics the cult of just i suppose politics in general that gets pretty religious gets pretty cultish um and you know you compare that to um what else is what else is something that you're allowed to think religiously about um pseudosciences like um astrology um uh, astrology is a pseudoscience. It's, it's funny because I, I took a, a college class in astronomy, and the first thing that our, uh, our teacher said when she started that class was, this is not astrology, this is astronomy. Astronomy is the study of stars. Astrology is the study of, uh, you know, it's not even the study, though, is, is the funny thing about astrology. Um, but I, it's, it's an ology, I guess you could say. Astrology is the study of how the stars affect um what's going on on the earth, um, in, in more of a, you know, spiritual sense, I suppose. But the funny thing is that it's just, you know, right, right after that, she said pseudosciences. What are pseudosciences? It's stuff that uses things that have a scientific basis, but then all of its conclusions that it draws from it, um, aren't actually scientific. It doesn't logically follow from anything that you, there's no proven, um, way to to link these two things so it's like astrology you can track you know is mars in retrograde is you know what what your star sign is and and technically um everyone's star signs is you know vastly shifted off of where the calendar was back in the day because of the way that the um the, the stars have changed position all right, change position to us. I believe it's just because the Earth um, and its cycles and whatnot. Either way, um, you can study where the stars are and what they're doing, and you know where the planets are and how everything in the sky is moving. Um, without you know Hubble telescopes, you can you use your, your regular old Earth-bound telescopes, and you can track the stars with with immense um, accuracy. But you can't prove. That, do, that that does really jack when it comes to your mood in the day. And and so you, you have to operate on faith at, at that point. Um, and that's the thing is that there's never really been any study to show that when Mercury is in retrograde, it, it moves in this way and it causes something. And, and I think if, even if there was a study, like I feel like that would actually lessen people's enthusiasm in astrology. I I really would be kind of fascinated to see why there are so many people interested in astrology now versus previous generations because I I swear we didn't to to my perception I swear we didn't used to take it so seriously, um, but now it's like kind of crazy. I I, I remember, um, you know, I I think it just kind of goes to show where people put it on on the sort of. Spectrum because I I feel like the way that the cultural dynamic went in America within, I don't know, the past 20 years or so has gone from being largely Christian to sort of the pendulum swinging to atheism and agnosticism. Like, you know, atheism being I do not believe in a God, and then agnosticism being um, I can't prove or disprove so i really just am neutral on on the subject in a sense um but i i remember um so so it's like you get a lot of rejection of christian standards of of christian beliefs when it comes to like oh you know i don't know flying spaghetti monster or you believe in like some funny man in the sky and whatnot which it's like yeah you can't prove that there's a funny man in the sky and and to all scientific um evidence there's there's no you know objective proof of of there being a um a a a higher being but let me say that the the more that i perceive um I mean, it it does it kind of says in the Book of Mormon, all things denote that there is a God. The more that I perceive, um, the world and the universe, and the more that I, um, and and that's that was that's what's kind of funny. I was listening to a a podcast like earlier today, where, uh, yesterday was it was uh, it was Rhett and Link talking about deconstructing faith, and and I believe it was Rhett, uh. Yeah, it was Rhett, and he said, "Hello, no name. How you doing?" Um, Rhett said, um, "The more that I looked into it, the less that I believed." And, and for me, it's like I don't know with with my power of discernment. The more that I look, the more that I take in, the the more that I believe, and, that, and that's what's kind of interesting. Um, you can't prove in a in a in an objective, measurable way that there's a higher being um you can't prove in an objective measurable way that there is a correlation between the movements of the stars and the moods of the human beings living here on earth earth. you can't objectively um measure the um the ability of a soul to be left behind to leave a ghost uh behind You, you can't objectively prove any of these things but if you can take someone down your journey long enough and talk about these things long enough. And as long as they're willing to hear you out, it is possible to, depending on how skeptical they are, depending on if they have any arguments uh, that, or doubts in in what you're saying, to be able to make make them think that, um, like, I think the best that you can do is to convince other people. mm, One of the things that I think will never be not possible is to be able to convince anybody that you believe what you believe. It's like, like I believe that you believe it, but that doesn't mean that I believe it, is, is I think sort of the the predicament that a lot of people get in um, when having sort of those discussions. But it's like, okay, you're not making it up. I believe that you believe it, but I, I still think that there's something more to have made you believe that. You may have gone into some sort of delusional state or uh, whatever it is that they that they will use to try and scientifically explain why you have gone down that road so uh to tie our tie it all up in a bow the way that i see it um i do believe in supernatural things my definition for that being in this context things we can't explain and can't measure and can't prove but that there's enough of it documented to have happened that there's something that we can't explain that that is real there's a there's a big old reason why that unexplainable stuff happens so with an open mind i want to respond to some of these videos that i found on tiktok the other day um i think that's a uh, that's about it let's hop on over here this is uh jim Jim is his name. Um, just makes a couple of funny videos. So yeah. Oh, right. And the um the the context for this, of course, is that um a skinwalker in in uh all sorts of different Native American cultures, to my understanding. Like, I, I don't know if there's like a, a particular culture that sort of lays claim to the um what's the word? The, to that existing as a as a thing um like I'm, I'm not certain if that's um what's the word uh like it's like is it, it was it a certain tribe that sort of came up with it did they all have different names for it i don't know where the name uh wendigo for example comes from i suppose i could search that up um Oh, Algonquin, that's how you say that, right? Algon, Algon Algonquin, I'm, I'm trying to, (laughs) Algonquin, I thought I was better than this at at figuring out um, pronunciations, but. um... Oh, it's native language groups. Oh, so so Algonkin is the, um, the 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 language group of people who were um, presiding in present day Canada and into sort of the kind of kind of across the entirety of the United States, not like um, down into Mexico, which of course were the the Incas, Aztecs, and Mayans, but sort of probably most of the. Um, the native cultures that, that we associate with the uh, native, t- t- at least to my, like top of the top of, uh, off the top of my head, that, that sort of seems like it's pretty representative of like a, a majority of those. The one that will from native American tales and stories. Yeah. Um, Algonquin fo- folklore and, and Algonquin is, is talking about the, um, the, what's the word? Freaking, uh, That that single thing, Microsoft Edge, actually just threw off my entire groove. But um, like, like that's that's many different tribes um, speaking sort of similar languages, to my understanding. So it's it's not just coming from one tribe. But the so, so the word uh, or, or, or the concept of of the Wendigo of skinwalkers comes from sort of one place um, or, or one uh, group of cultures. Okay. So, so, so it, it does make sense. I'm glad I kind of looked into that. Hello, Adrian. How, how you doing? Um, I'm glad I looked that up because it, this sort of helps me understand a little bit better. It's coming from more than one, like, cause like that was, that was sort of my question at first was like, is this coming from, um, from like one culture or is this coming from like, like it seems to be pretty widespread across many tribes and many cultures that perhaps had a, a single mother tribal culture at, at some point but uh that's for the um the non-armchair anthropolog anthropologists to um to determine did Apple podcast end up not end up working no it did not I still haven't figured it out. I think I'm gonna have to actually like sit and sit them with the um with the support to be able to figure out how the stupid service works, or rather, doesn't work. I think they actually have to do something on their side in order to fix it. I don't think there's anything I can do. Anyhow, um, oh right, and, and the context for the, for the the Wendigo, it's a um, it's a creature where it's it's you know skinwalker. I think most people are familiar with this concept of, uh, I think people are f- familiar with the folklore, um, but it's it's a creature that that sort of mimics uses mimicry in order to lure you know human beings as their um their prey in a sense. Um, so it's like a it, it's it's mostly auditory to my understanding the the mimicry is auditory but it it can be physical to a certain degree um the generally uh keep on keep on track um they they are like attracted in the middle of the night through through whistling so if if you are in Appalachia and you you like you're in the middle of the night you you're out there and you whistle then you go, you're going to invite um whether it be you know and and that is part of the um the it's it's either either it's a spirit or it's a you know a skinwalker wendigo itself part of the um the trouble uh is that wendigo is seen as an invitation to like that i've seen people with sort of talk about certain rules or something like that like people went crazy on tiktok and this is sort of why it's kind of in you know, spilling around in my mind where people are getting really upset and superstitious and and religious and trying to force it on other people that you're not allowed to say the word Wendigo, you know, because it invites, it sort of invokes it. So it, it, you know, it can appear or, or, or whatnot. And my trouble with that is that, um, you know, if I don't believe it exists, then I don't believe that that word has any power. So I'm I'm not going to have any issue with using it. Just because you think that it has a certain amount of power doesn't give you the right to force me to not use it. Um, I, I I'm trying to remember some of the the wording that I had. I I, I suppose we'll get into that. Um, Supernatural made an episode about skinwalkers. They had a story storyline of how a guy was a family's dog for years. And when his gang of skinwalkers attempted to kill his family, he revealed his identity and saved them. They didn't accept him after that, so he ran off. A guy was a family's dog for years? I don't know if I'm reading that properly. My, my reading comprehension, I swear, just goes down when I start streaming. How was a guy a family's dog? He was a skinwalker. Okay, so the the skinwalker um, uh, mimicked a dog and then it was the dog for years and then it brought its all of its friends and tried to kill the entire family. Oh, right. He revealed his identity, saved him. Uh, so he sort of became a, a stray, a lone wolf after that because he, he betrayed them in a sense. That is interesting. I like, um, I like sort of the, the idea that, um, even though it's a creature that whose sort of purpose is to, um, to bring together, like, um, like to take advantage of them, that it still has, you know, sort of feelings somewhere under there where, where it can actually, even in an animalistic sense, gain a, a sense of, uh, compassion. For what would normally be its prey. Um, That is very interesting. But uh, let me just continue the video because I think I'll get on to some of the topics I wanted to talk about if I just watch this. Ain't that the fucking
1: truth? No lie, one of the hardest slaps I'd ever taken in my entire life was when I was hanging out with a couple of buddies from the res. We were walking around at night and I just happened to let out a...
0: Like just just to reiterate he got he says one of the hardest slaps he ever took in his life the hardest he'd ever been physically hit in the face with somebody's open palm in his entire life was when he whistled at night and and, and i find it i find it kind of funny that you know people consider it to be religious trauma when you are told as a kid that you need to, like, I don't know, that there's a higher purpose for you, that you aren't perfect the way you are, or to to whatever degree that it is, then it becomes a lot more religious. Because uh, I, I let, let me think of a good example. Um I think it is fair enough when people are bothered by, you know, as young women being told that they need to cover up because the young men can't help themselves or whatever it may be. You know, I think there's a lot of validity in, um, in acknowledging that there are things that, that are based off of religious teachings that, um, place blame onto people that is unfair and punish people and give them these sort of constant rules that replay in the head a million times. And sometimes those, those rules or principles or statutes are, um are enforced in a way that is uh, too, I mean, it can be abusive, but it just, it crosses a certain line at a point where it's like, what you believe is supposed to help people. um But the way that you deal with it um doesn't, um isn't fair to the people who you you are trying to teach it to so i understand if you believe that whistling at night is going to summon a creature that will get you all killed then perhaps it's warranted to prevent somebody from doing that and ever doing it again but if i don't believe in it then you slapping me is not going to convince me it's going to make me pissed off at you And it's not going to make me, like, I'm going to perceive that as delusional and a friendship with you is going to be very untenable if you're going to treat me that way. So, you know, understanding sort of those cultural barriers and those religious barriers and, and understanding sort of, if you don't want somebody to behave a certain way, you just give them a warning before they go in to interact with that culture and, you know keep that sort of as as a reminder in the head but it's never going to be okay to slap someone in the face or even to a certain degree to shout them down over doing something that you think is a concern but they don't understand um i it just i I think it gives you it, it creates more enemies than it does um you know positive results for your um for your cause when when you do that and i got bitch slapped
1: in the matter of 12 seconds i got hundreds of years of native american legend and folklore shouted at me and explained why i cannot whistle at night and i absolutely
0: and and that's the thing the shouting is not going to help you understand it's just going to like freak you out you're gonna be like what what did i do what's going on (laughs) like i understand that there's a folklore there's a belief there's a you know superstition but you know you can't just bring someone along that road like like as i was saying you know i don't i don't believe that skinwalkers or wendigos exist but if perhaps you told me enough stories if you if you brought me a lot you know along and and sort of shared that aspect of your culture with me i begin to understand why you are concerned about it because it's like you know sort of the way i see it i i think that ghosts do exist i think that spiritual you know souls and, and and a lot of you know things like that do exist but i can't exactly explain why um or how much of a risk they are, but it's just like I don't know. I've watched a couple of horror movies, and I know when I see certain things happening, then I'm gonna, I'm not gonna take my chances with it. So that's sort of the attitude that a lot of people have with it. It's just far less nuanced, and it sort of frustrates me when it's like, well, bring me like if you slowly told me the story, then maybe I would understand. But if you if you're trying to take someone into your culture, it's like, hey, if you if you're coming into Mormon land, if you're you know gonna come in like you know, come to come to church, then there's, you just don't swear, like you don't say swear words, like that's just part of the culture, The people are going to look at you sideways. And, you know, you shouldn't feel judged for it, because you kind of didn't grow up in the same culture. But, um you know, you still have to be aware of what other people are ready to accept when it comes to other people's behavior, no matter how much they do or do not know, um, it's it's important to keep in mind. We
1: love and respect Native American culture, so yeah. shouted at me and explained why I cannot whistle at night.
0: I, you can't explain something like that in twelve seconds, especially when it's like, you know, he obviously was um, exaggerating when he said like thousands of years of Native American culture, uh, folklore. Like shouted at me and explained to me why I can't do that, but it's like, you're not giving an explanation. You can't explain that. The only thing that you can really do in 12 seconds. You can't do that. There's skinwalkers. You're going to get us killed. Like, that's pretty much the only thing that you can explain to somebody. And so all that they're going to get initially is going to be, okay, you think it's something very serious. But I I think um, for, for anybody who is skeptical, they're going to hear that and be like, yeah, right, okay. Like, because of your fictional boogeyman, like, you're going to you know, shout me down and slap me in the face, I'd be pretty pissed about that. Um, and it's not going to help convince me that you treated me that way. So there's a big reason why I think a lot of people ended up being anti-Christian um, in 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 America over the past couple decades is because of that sort of, I'm going to force this down your throat and you just got to go along with it. And And it's like the moment that I put a little bit of skepticism in there, you know, do i do i sound like an atheist when i talk about um when i talk about other other religions than than christianity or than whatever it is it's just like the healthy skepticism that i have applies to all of these you know every religion um but it's what frustrates me is that non denominal non denominational religions tend to get a lot of slack when it's very unfair towards denominational religion. Um, and I I think it's just sort of contingent on what people are concerned about in today's day and age where, you know, we are in a country that is mostly, um, what's the word? Mostly, you know, founded upon the principles of Christianity and in sort of Western culture. And they kind of, People grew up with that or have seen the error of the ways with a a lot of the history of that. And so they they end up wanting to reject it more and more. So it it just ends up being a problem. As a kid, I was told the folklore of La Llorona. If me and my friends were walking down the street at night and saw a woman that they wanted to approach, not going to lie, I would be scared, but I wouldn't hit them. I'd want to go home, if anything. La Llorona is a very, very interesting um, uh, folklore story. Uh, tale cryptid. I've seen um some video evidence that is that is touted to be La Yorona. Um, still haven't watched the Conjuring um thing about that one, but um, I I definitely think that there's something like the the fact that there's something that is occurring, you know, over like years and years, where it's like there, there's something documentable about that where it's like is this like social contagion? Is it, is it mass hysteria or is it something greater? It's like, I don't know. Like, can, can we prove that it's all just because of sort of the, the social hysteria, the, um, sorry, social contagion that turned into hysteria with the, um, have you, have you seen this man? The, um, the dream guy, the the guy who shows up in everybody's dreams. Um, like, is that just social contagion or is it actually something real? Um, something that's, you know, not measurable, uh, but also not scientifically explainable. Like if this guy isn't truly anything, then is it just that ever it's like social contagion is a real thing, but why is it that there's like videos of this thing happening? Why is it that there's like this certain amount of stuff that you, it ends up sort of being like, mm, you know, I can't really prove that it exists and I can't really prove that it doesn't, but I feel like there's something going on. Um 100% mass hysteria every every Mexican household has been told this is basically it. Well, I, I don't know like what, does that does that just like cause people to go out and like dress up as um as as like a, you know, a woman in like sort of a bridesmaid with like what like i don't know i've i've seen a couple of videos where it's like oh well she like disappeared suddenly and i've seen staged videos and i've been able to dis- perceive that it's like yeah this is clearly staged this is very fake in like in reviewing videos like that but like mm, i don't know like i feel like there's still something to that why did, did it start with one person just telling one story And then it just grew into something more, or did perhaps somebody at one point walk the earth and leave something behind, a little piece of them behind, that we can't exactly, you know, measure, but is still, you know, corporeal in a way. Anyhow.
1: And I absolutely love and respect Native American culture. So, to this day, I have never whistled past sunset.
0: I find this, um this admission quite interesting because it's like, I love and respect native American culture. It's like, well, what aspects of it? Like, cause if you do it with something that is perceived as, you know, um, not part of like the, the cultural hegemony or, or not traditionally like sort of the, um, well, a traditional view or the the majority held view or the um you know just i i feel like it's just non-white like christianity for whatever reason is associated with being white and so therefore because of white people being the majority even though I've, every single time i talk about this it just comes up where it's just like the stupid um uh what's the word um what is the word? I actually did overclock my stupid brain. Um homogenous, heterogeneous, um outgroup homogeneity bias, um something to do with uh genetics. It's the part of genetics that you see. What is the stupid word for it? Um, phenotype, phenotypical, right? Uh, the phenotype is is a set of observable characteristics. So, um, in in America, we have a phenotypical. Um, I, I suppose you could just like. Uh, boil it down to colorism we have a very phenotypical um perceptive perception when it comes to you know ethnic groups and and it's literally just like well if you are this color you must be part of this ethnic group and it's just ridiculous it's it's like the way that i've described it is imagine if you discriminated based off of nose shape and size imagine if you discriminated based off of like ear shape and size or eye color or whatever it is it's like it is is clearly an unjust thing to do there's there's no merits to you being born with immutable characteristics that give you no advantage or disadvantage whatsoever and, and even if it does give you an advantage or disadvantage it's just like if everybody's got trade-offs like I don't know um you know content of the character type of a deal but as I say um to to categorize the entirety of the world into white and non-white is just ridiculously, um, uh, short-sighted. There's no nuance to that. And there's no, it's, it's like, I don't know. It, <laughs> Dragon culture just doesn't struggle with that. Well, I'll just, I'll just say that much. Um, the, the, well, I don't know. It did. Anyhow, um, th- but it, it's it's just kind of funny that it's like, you know, you, you, what we categorize as white has changed at different times and you could be all sorts of different ethnic groups from different places and mix them all together because the melting pot of America and whatnot. It's, and it's just like, I, I don't even know why we, we end up talking about it. But um, the reason why I brought it up is because I feel like, you know, the majority of the people who sort of founded the nation um and some of the ideals that came with the founding of the nation um it it was just a little bit silly it's what was i gonna say i i feel like there's a rejection of um of christianity and more people are critical of christianity and reject christian religious thinking and i i just think we should reject all religious thinking when it comes to you identify as white <laughs> uh no comment um i i don't i don't identify with you know with anything in particular but um throw off my groove what am i what was i saying uh I think we reject um Christianity because we we see where the poison we we associate it with the with poison and I think the sort of the poison is religious thought when it when it is um zero objective basis for your beliefs um forced onto other people that is poisonous that is religious thought poisonous religious thinking um so we we ate that food and then we spat it out because we got poisoned with it so we have sort of a uh psychological um intolerance for it. we don't like that anymore but when it comes to you know a that we don't realize that the poison the ingredient is is like tasteless colorless odorless and and that it can actually be used in anything it can be used you know there there are people who believe in quote unquote science who are just as religious if not more religious than most christians nowadays um th- there're plenty of people who just don't use objective evidence to back up their beliefs their claims and you know people aren't willing to p- people are far more lenient on cultures and folklore and whatnot that don't that, that, that aren't cr- Christian that aren't American when it comes to that religious thinking and the harms thereof. Um So let me just even inside fix. That's because one of
1: my buddies grabbed me by the shirt and he goes, don't whistle inside because if your fucking windows open, you're done. Right? So yeah, that post was no joke. That's, that's legit.
0: See, so- And it's funny that it it, you know, it's, it's no joke, it's legit that they do believe that. Like, that's sort of what that proves to me. It's like, well, they do believe that, but do they, um, does that mean that it is real? And and that's sort of the, the question that I sort of want to leave off with. Can you prove that it is real? And can you, in an objective way, which I think the answer is no, and can you prove that to me that the faith is worth Believing in, can you, get, you know, instill a faith in me? And perhaps that's what I want to do um, in in the next episode. Because I've just gone one hour and I've actually got to leave. Um, but I, I do have another TikTok video, and then I think I'm going to go into sort of maybe delving further into the issue of, of sort of the beliefs that come with it. And really, what I want to hear is the stories. You know, give me the parts of the the folklore and the culture and everything that made you gain that faith in it. And I will, um, you know, see what I think about it. So, um, yeah, I, I do want to explore that in, in the, the next episode, but I've I've got to go now. So um, stay tuned and uh, I'll, I'll be back sooner or later to, to do it. So we'll see you. All righty. Give me a moment. There, we should be good now. Okay. Alrighty, so I've decided that I'm going to just like um what's the word split the recordings into um uh, splice the recordings into one. Um so I'm just gonna continue on where I left off. Um except I am going to read out this uh, we'll show this on stream, because I did kind of forget that I had to do that. Well, I don't have to, but I want to, so... That's the stream summary, that's not what I meant to do. It's the Twitch recap. There we go. Twitch recap 2023... I should probably... There we go. Uh, Twitch re- recap 2023 um i th- 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 this is this is my my scores for this year this is how how i've done so that's cool we got sixty four hours watched um i mean i don't know sixty four hours is a lot frankly i i i actually don't know how how much i streamed i may have had like around 64 hours 32 streams and five categories four clips probably a couple of those made by me clips are like yeah i don't get them too often top stream reached five viewers was that was that at one time so i, I guess that's that's the high score for now one time um we've had that's a lot of chats wow one 1905 chats. Very nice. Um, this is, this is interesting to see top five categories being um Okay, so yeah, clearly Subnautica Cuphead and Outlaws would be the top ten percent. I did a fair amount of Cuphead streams when I first came back around July or so. Going through those right now, as a matter of fact, and then Subnautica, I just spent way too much time in that one, um, trying to get those stupid um, the the achievements done, and then Outlast, I I guess Outlast, I I stream just barely more than below zero, right? Oh wait, what does top ten percent mean? Is that Does that mean, like, a top 10% viewed game, or, like... Because now I see that Outlast and Outlast 2 were recorded as, um... Wait, top category. Let me see this. Uh, I wonder if it's, like, based off of, like, following or something like that. But <laughs> apparently we've got an extra space here because i didn't like stream enough games or something like that just kind of funny you got outlast super cow welcome as well forgot to say um outlast is pretty pretty fun it's a little bit silly um in in some ways but it is it is fun i feel like i'm too small let me make myself a bit larger larger than life Okay, let me see. Then I got bonus achievements, two achievements. I, I don't really recall what those were, but yeah, 25 followers this year. It's pretty fun. It's pretty, pretty, pretty cool. Um, My loudest fans. Are these in order? I don't think these are in order. <laughs> so there, there you are. We've got all sorts of people. i i i like no name just really sticks out there, but um oh there's a goat emote goat moti okay oh yeah stream my recap look at that very cool i did the i did the thing that they wanted me to do, but yeah i don't know it's it's pretty cool. Does it, viewer just shows is like what I've done on Twitch. What? Really? 954? I may not have actively watched. I may have had like, like a stream on in the background or something like that. Fallout 4? Overwatch Season 2? Yeah, I like, I don't remember watching any of these. At least not actively, I think I may have been only sleeping, yeah, yeah, wait, right, yeah, I think I think I did have a a couple of like I'll just put on twitch like in the background, <laughs> so I may have done may have done that a couple of times, but uh anyhow, um. Let me get back to the topic in hand here. I have to pull up my stuff again. Um, so where I'd left off was, um, you know, what <clears throat> did, did I have any final thoughts on that? Maybe I'll just review the the final moments of of this video just to. Just to see if I, you know, wanted to say anything else on this topic. That's
1: because one of my buddies grabbed me by the shirt and he goes, "Don't whistle inside because if your fucking window's open, you're done." So yeah, that post was no joke. That's that's legit.
0: Oh right, because I I was thinking about like, you know, his wording of no joke. The way that I interpret that is, it's no joke that. People do take this um so if- this uh what's the word, this superstition seriously. It's like there are people who believe in this and, and they they believe it uh very very highly. They they have a lot of um faith slash fear in this in this thing. And it's like that's not the part that bothers me that people believe in it. It's, it's sort of the the implication that other people should without really telling us why. Because that story doesn't convince me that skinwalkers are real. It convinces me that people think they're real. Excuse my, my water pouring right now. Because um, it's, it's like, you know, I don't know. If, if someone hears that story and it convinces, it's like they never heard of skinwalkers before and it convinces them. that they are real. It's like, well, I don't know. Seeing is believing. Am I right? <laughs> Anyhow, this is the next video. I believe it was like a stitch of, um, of another video that was in the comments of that or something like that. And and maybe I'll look through some eh, actually that I should do that first. Um, I'll look at the, the comments on um on that video control click to follow link. Oh I was just lagging. <laughs> okay. Because if I go here, let me come on. I don't know why. Apparently, um, TikTok on desktop, like, locks your, um, F11. That's strange. TikTok looks really strange on, um, <laughs> like. Bro. There's nothing behind those eyes at all. we do love that did it did it really just like <laughs> i just every single comment on of any cat online is just you you're so portuguese um it's kind of kind of great i've to open the thing again there we go um i don't guess we'll read some comments here um my wife is native and I whistled in and in his sleep she knocks the wind out of me. That's pretty impressive like it's it's so in instinct instinctive like that's how deep the um, the those fears lie. I can't whistle, so I guess I'm safe. That's, that's the skill issue. I, I'm like the opposite. I just like whistle um. like as part of stimming. Accidentally did it while camping. I don't whistle inside because when I saw a person walk past my window, ring the doorbell, and then they didn't walk back past my window. Bro. So it's like they they don't even have to, to come and... Sl- See, I don't know. Th- that's what I want to hear. I want to hear more stories like that. <laughs> the, the, maybe maybe that'll convince me. I love urbex. Oh, what? Where is this? Is this is it like a gym or something? This stuff fascinates me so much. I'm going to have to mute the VOD. Um upon re-upload because of this stupid music, but... I think the, the music is actually quite loud. Another destroyed r- locker room. Massive swimming pools. Is this like a high school or something like that? What is this building? Yeah, it makes me really sad to see such an, like place that's just rife for um, it's paint. That's clearly paint. Like that, that is clearly paint, sir. Like, okay. Anyhow, um, I I love urbex so much, um, that's an old YMCA building one of the comments says, huh? This is the exact YMCA I went to as a kid. Oh, interesting. That's very interesting. Huh. I, I was wondering, I was like, why is it so many, um, why why are there so many things, like, strewn, it, it's like there's climbing and there's, like, swimming and there's little, like, player rooms and stuff. It's just like, is this, what is this? Makes sense as as a YMC. I, I didn't. I, I can assume that, that. Yeah, I I learned something today. <laughs> All right. Um,
2: so if you're skeptical of S walkers, stop
0: why- it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Okay. This is the um the next video that i was going to speak on
2: so if you're skeptical of s walkers why don't you whistle at night
0: there's one thing that like s walker like you can't say Wendigo like clearly like that's against the rules but you can't even say skinwalker either like you have you can't you got you have to say s walker like this is the sort of tiktok culture that kind of frustrates me where it's like yeah like stop it though <laughs> like with, just say what you want to say. Like, do you really have to like censor? And and, and I don't think um. I don't I don't think a, a lot of the times when people um, censor words, like when they say like grape and stuff like that. Oh, am I? Did the did the stream go down? Are you serious? There should be nothing wrong with my, with my internet right now. But clearly there is. I think, um, I think I know what the issue is. So, for some incomprehensibly retarded reason, um, our Google, Google Fiber, Google Nest, whatever the piss it is, has decided that the way that I wired everything up was bad. So it's like you have the fiber and it's like one ethernet cable comes out of the fiber, right? Um, As far as I'm aware, I think you can only get one ethernet cable out of the fiber, but um, we had that plugged into a gigabit switch that they gave us from TP link for whatever reason. I'm not sure why it was TP link specifically. It doesn't matter. Um, But that has like that's like a 5 um 5 port switch and it is gigabit um but it's like um for some reason like what i what i did what it was set up as before is you plug in the um the ethernet you plug the fiber into the the home google like the stupid google thing and then you plug in the it has one port on it out so it's like one in one out and then the one that goes out was plugged into the switch and then that switch goes all the way over to this switch over here in this room and then it um goes out to all the you know wired devices that i have connected in this room I think what was happening because i at some point there was some issue and i thought well maybe if i just plug in the fibers directly to the switch there then it'll be fine and apparently that isn't the case um because like i was getting like 200 megabits and i, I didn't know why the the internet went down I think what happened is it was going off of, like, somehow it was going off of the second, um, uh, Wi-Fi extender point, which we had connected to another Ethernet cable, like, to go upstairs or whatever. I think somehow it was connecting to that one via Wi-Fi or something like that, because it was trying to go to, um the router instead of the switch because of the switch that's like, I don't even know. So rather than just connecting to the fiber, it was cutting my speeds down to 200 megabits per second. When I have like, you know, gigabit fibers about 800 to 700 to 800. So apparently when it got unplugged upstairs, like a moment ago, it killed my internet. Which is excellent. Which is just excellent that that happened. But, um. <sighs> Anyhow. Um. Guess I'm gonna continue. Uh. Th- wh- where was I at with this? Um. People. A lot of times on TikTok, when people are, um, uh, censoring words, it's because, like, I think I said grape, um, well, they say grape all the time instead of the word that they can't say because they're afraid of being censored and the algorithm catching wind of what they're trying to say, so it's like, it's not that the algorithm necessarily has any problems with what they're trying to say, it's that they don't want to say it in a particular way. And that's sort of my issue with it as a whole is like, you don't have to, like, like can't you just do what you're supposed, like, just say what you're supposed to say? Like, why do you have an issue with me saying it in a particular way? Like, kind of frustrates me. But I, I think the reason why she says S-Walkers is is for a different reason. That's because no one's getting censored for saying skin. Skinwalker, um, they're they're probably trying not to offend people, um, and and I feel like that's sort of sort of worse in this context. Anyhow, um,
2: so if you're skeptical of S walkers, why don't you whistle at night? And to answer that, I use what I'd like to call the Russian roulette analogy. Now,
0: I this is an incredibly fallacious way to 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 frame this because i'll just i'll i'll let us speak imagine you're just watching
2: tv sitting on the couch when someone in your family comes up to you hands you a gun and says there might be a bullet in here you want to play a game of russian roulette with me and with that knowledge knowing that there's a chance that in that chamber one of the six chambers there might be a bullet in there would you risk that potential danger and going off of that...
0: There, there would be a bullet in there, but that bullet would be part of a round. So there would be a round in there. Yeah. Ped- pedantry. That's what we, that's what we do.
2: <laughs> would you whistle at night, knowing that there's the potential danger of an S-walker out there?
0: If you are skeptical of them, if you are skeptical of skinwalkers, then you don't believe that there is a potential danger like point point blank pun intended um if you don't believe that it exists then you aren't going to believe in the potential that they might exist like you you're clearly going to be convinced on that that's kind of the point like that's that's the frustrating thing it it's like there that there could be a bullet in any of that. What I'm saying is that there's not. There's not a round in the gun at all. It's completely unloaded because I know it the, the it doesn't exist. Like that's that's sort of the the, the line I'm trying to draw where it's like, well, Russian roulette, like there could be could be something out there.
2: Cause I know I wouldn't. So if you're skeptical. Like, yeah,
0: yeah. If you knew that there was one in there if you were told there is one in there then they would be like hmm yeah i don't know how much i want to take my chances on that but um it's just you know i i want to be convinced on this one but uh, I'm I'm not not entirely convinced. I, I, I want to see if maybe there's some sort of a story to look up. But um, I don't know. Pe- perhaps someday I'll I'll change my mind on it. But um, otherwise, as as of right now, it's just like oh the the, the Russian roulette kind of uh, doesn't um, doesn't make me uh that doesn't convince me like it it, it's it's like you you say you you want to um what's the word like it like if if i'm if i'm not a believer and you're like okay let me convince you and (laughs) your your argument is oh well it could exist okay but but it doesn't so what's your point (laughs) It's kind of kind of frustrating like you, you you what you should be doing is telling me stories to make me less skeptical you should be telling me the evidence that brought you to your faith and convincing me in that way dang i I really wish I could have said all of that yesterday because I feel like that's practically all I really had to say on the on the situation but um yeah let me. I think I'll just split the recordings here and then um then I'll just uh, like rename the stream i, I don't I don't want to be super messy with it um yeah I'll just split the recordings is probably the best way to do it